Hey, church, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to my seven-minute almost daily podcast where we're just trying to adapt to the cultural changes that we find ourselves in, the stuff the pandemic has pushed upon us, pretty much unavoidable. But we're leaning in, trying to figure out how to get better. We call it ReChurch. Hey, part two of the sixth indicator that your Christianity might not be rooted in Christ was humility. We covered that during the last podcast, and I said I was going to come back to it to follow it up with some practicals on how you might develop some humility in your life. But first, give me a chance just to sound old and tired. I don't understand. I don't understand why when a vaccine was developed and delivered, in record time for a global pandemic like none we've ever seen can't generate a unified celebration. It's still so politicized. (laughs) I just just so tired of this world's inability to just get along, unite, be excited and celebrated for something that, that is phenomenal in the face of one of the most difficult times we've ever lived. If there's ever a time when the world needs Christians to be Christian, to, to be rooted in the gospel, to be, uh, to be motivated and animated and energized and rejuvenated by Christ himself and his spirit, it is now more than ever. So if you should happen to be um, uh, reflecting some of these indicators, don't take it as a slap on the wrist. Take it as the very thing that we need, the very thing that I need. I've been convicted by my own suggestions here that we we need to, to press ourselves back to Christ, back to the gospel, so that we can engage the world from that foundation rather than an alternative. Very quickly, the six indicators we've covered thus far. Number one, the indicators that your Christianity might not be rooted in Christ. Your sense of closeness to God fluctuates. Number two, your life is riddled with fear. You've lost your sense of value for the small things. When you meet somebody new, your overriding thoughts are how you can leverage that person or how that person can help you. Number five, you find it very difficult not to take credit for things. Like you need to take credit. And number six, the one we're continuing today, it's been a while since you've discovered any real significant room significant room for improvement in your life. Or, or you, you're struggling to admit wrong or see where you've been wrong. Or you make a lot of excuses where you know that you're wrong. Essentially, you're not humble. And we need humility in the world. And humility is at the core of 
Christianity. So how do you, yesterday I talked about it in greater detail and today I just want to quickly get to how do you become more humble? Well, I would say the road to humility includes four things. One, a proper standard. Two, the right role model. Three, a commitment to improvement. And four, a daily processing of the truth. What is the right standard? The right standard is the holiness of God. And he, he asks us to, to live up to that standard by giving us directives, by giving us commands. We see it all through the Bible. We see Jesus putting it forth himself. And Jesus even drove it to the level of the heart, right? He said, not only did I not want you to murder, I don't, I, I, it's a sin if you're angry in your heart. So here's the challenge. Live up to the standard of God. Live up to the standard of Jesus. Try to live according to the decrees and the commands of Scripture. Go for it. And listen to Jesus and, and, and live up to it in your heart. It's not just if you don't live it out. It's if it exists in your heart, then you're violating God's holiness. Let that be your standard. The right role model, I, I don't have to go into this, is Jesus himself. That's who we compare ourselves to. Nobody else. When you compare to other people, you just end up falling into a lot of different traps. Number three, be committed to improvement. Do you understand how you can you can't be you can't avoid a, a development of the characteristic of humility if you're trying to improve? Because improvement, getting to point B, means being honest about point A, right? You can only need improvement if you can look in the mirror and think, oh, there's something wrong. So be committed to improvement and not just improvement in our behavior, improvement in your character. Be committed to it. Decide you are going to get better in your Christian behavior and your Christian character. And that'll set the tone. And what you need to do on a daily basis is prayerfully process the truth. Two truths, very important. Number one, a detailed accounting of your failures. Outwardly, what you've done wrong, uh, what you've omitted to do, and how you've failed to live up to God's standard in your heart. A very detailed accounting, prayerful accounting of those things every day (laughs) will help you build some humility. The second truth is how God's Grace is sufficient for you in the midst of those failures. Lean on Jesus in the midst of that stuff. That is key. It is. It's key because our inability to live up to the holy standards that God puts before us should drive us to despair, but it doesn't. It creates a humility but it also drives us to the hope of Christ. It is through his work that we are justified. We are made righteous. We are purified. We are forgiven. We are given eternal security. That's why you have to spend every day in both of those truths. Of course, we're falling short of his holy standard, but we keep trying. And at the same time, we know we are mercifully accepted and forgiven in Christ. That's where our confidence comes from. That's the difference. That's what the world needs to see. Let's go. 